From the cinematic universe of J.J. Abrams comes the space strategy game Star Trek Fleet Command. Be the commander of your own missions. Customize your fleet of starships. Assemble a crew of new and familiar faces. Choose your weapons to prepare and lead your crew in epic battles. Every moment counts in these real-time battles. Boldly go where no one has gone before. Star Trek Fleet Command. Download free today on the App Store or Google Play. 5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 to 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 23 minutes to 9. We'll go behind closed doors before 9 o'clock. But first, we're joined in the 5AA Breakfast studio by the Lord Mayor, Sandy Vachol. Lord Mayor, good morning good to morning you. Good morning and Happy New Year. I can still say that for a couple more days. Yep. Yeah. No, Happy New Year to you as well, Lord Mayor. Are you worried about the sort of collective reputational damage that the ongoing niggle between Anne Moran and other councillors is doing to you as an ostensibly professional organisation? Uh, look, I know that we're referring to the Ombudsman's report that came in last night. Um, one of the things that we must be able to do as a council is ha- keep things in confidence. We deal with a whole range of stakeholders and some multi-million dollar contracts and a lot of them is commercial in confidence. And, you know, regardless of whether we're talking finances or someone's trying to give us a briefing in confidence, we need to maintain that confidence so people trust us and actually will talk to us about what's happening and we can make those decisions and I expect all of my members to um, act with respect and also maintain those confidences. But the leaking's one thing, the squabbling's something else on top of that. And Last night um, my understanding was you spent more than an hour and a half discussing Anne Moran, then she fell ill, said she was feeling a bit oomy and decided to go home and then later in the meeting some of your councillors started talking about the Anne Moran issue again. Like, it, it looks like a schoolyard um, look, I again, you know, I, it, it's a start to a new year. I do ask all of my councillors to be respectful and have debate in the chamber. That's what the chamber is for. And um, you know, there is distractions, and they do get a bit punchy at some at times and very passionate. Um, you know, we we still have managed to get an extraordinary amount of work done. I, I actually did a review of last year, and I actually opened the meeting by saying, you know, let's just reflect on how much we got how much we achieved last year. There were 420 decisions of council last year. It was an extraordinary year by by anyone's thing. So we are getting a lot done. But why should any professional organisation... I mean, at the moment, say say the Adelaide Crows, they're they're talking about something that is, um, on on the face of it, um, you know, has divided opinion, but at the same time it's a multi-million dollar project that could employ a lot of people. Why, Why should any... Um, professionally run corporate organisation trust the council if stuff's going to leak or if you're going to be so paralysed by squabbling that you're going to devote, you know, half of last night's meeting to personality politics? Uh, As I said, David, you know, the the proof's in the pudding and I look at our achievement record and what we're getting done and also those that we're dealing with are looking at the amount of work that we can actually get through the chamber and we can get done. And we've done, in particularly in that last year, the most extraordinary partnerships, including the Central Market Arcade Redevelopment, which is a $440 million project, Um, you know, and these were done over a period of time.
and of course there's lots of commercial inconfidence and everything like that. So, you know, they, the reason that they are continuing to work with us and getting things through is because they can see that we are very focused on driving things forward for the city and getting things done. Do you need a change of tactic? Yeah. Uh, no, no, not, not topic. Tactic. I, I, I mean that because because you guys had a, 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 a way of dealing with things that were going through council last year. And I remember Anne Moran coming on this program and saying, oh, well, uh, she, she took issue with the fact that there wasn't a, a, a sharing around of, of, of different things people were putting forward, that she felt like she was being marginalised by a dominant faction on council. And we made the point then, well, that's kind of democracy, I guess. It's what people voted in. But does the sort of paralysis that David's describing necessitate a change in strategy this year, perhaps? Well, look, I, you know, again, I've had a look at, you know, who's representing which committees and boards, whether they're paid boards or voluntary, and I think there's a really good offering. I, I Even last night we talked about four boards and there was a different representative on each of them and Anne was on one of those. So, you know, it, it is actually... D- democracy is democracy and, you know, you've got to actually work out that we've all been elected, we're all there to represent the ratepayers that elected us and uh, we we will act in the way that democracy is. You put something up, it's debated, it's voted on. Um, you know, not everybody's going to get their way every time something goes into the chamber. And last night there were a couple of other things that did get discussed as well. New Year's Eve lots. in focus. So fireworks on New Year's Eve, are they going to be long gone? Uh, no, we still we still think fireworks are a great part of New Year's Eve and part of the celebration. What we are actually doing is re-looking at that event and seeing whether we can also bring in uh, something like, a, like you know, we might transition in terms of using lasers and, um, uh, you know, different sort of um, a celebration, but still still have the fireworks. So it would be a transition, and we would actually look at um, how we can actually bring in uh, a state-of-the-art sort of light show, and it might have mm. drones and things like that, and really capture people's imagination. So Is that driven by any type of um, research or, or, or feedback or, or, or survey of community sentiment? Like, have you had people ringing saying... Uh, I feel like it's it's a, it's an insult to to bushfire um, victims, or, or, or is it just the vibe? Some councillors just decided that. You know, on behalf of the community, you're going to get rid of the fireworks? No, look, we haven't said we're going to get rid of it, actually. At this point, we actually still think it's a part of a beautiful celebration and we know from the feedback that a lot of people that actually went on New Year's Eve went there to see the fireworks. So, But what we're actually trying to do is also, you know, this is a new decade, 2020, and all of that technology has come in leaps and bounds. We had a look at it at different times. We had a look a few years ago and a few years before that, and, of course, it was cost prohibitive and it wasn't you know at the state of the art that it is now so we're going to have another look at it and see how we can transition and use both or you know do something so that what we present for new year's eve is extraordinary some sure some uh, spectacular drone displays in in different towns across uh, around the world on new year's eve this year that i'd never seen before they they can look quite incredible um when we were on KI, we saw uh, uh, one of the standout images was a little burnout koala we saw that crossed the road in front of us at one point in time, um, and it was it was pretty distressing in, in the sense that uh, whilst it was mobile and able to get around, there was no food for it anywhere, and it was sort of inevitable that this poor koala was was probably going to succumb to the fire, just not not in an immediate sense. 
You guys last night talked about the, the prospect. I love this idea of, of a koala rescue centre in the parklands. Yes. So my Deputy Lord Mayor, Alex Hyde, who would have thought he was so soft and mushy? He went to the, <laughs> uh, he went to the Adelaide Koala Rescue and uh, um, was really taken aback by the extraordinary work that they're doing to try and help these animals. And, you know, they don't all get through, so it's, you know, it's quite emotional for the people working there as well. Um, and Mary Kouros went there yesterday. Um, and so she shared some photos and it's absolutely beautiful so he brought forward a thing uh, a motion last night so that we can have a look as whether we can do a, a, a small rescue centre in the parklands themselves so that we can work with Adelaide uh, Koala Rescue and uh, bring them in potentially do some education opportunities um, possibly you know a little visitor centre for the, the schools that are in the city and visitors that may not have the extra time to get out of the city mm. so you know a lot of businesses and things that come in for conferences only here for one day so they can sort of only get around the city they might get to the north terrace or central market but there might be a little visit and whatever we do would be entirely complementary to things like cleland which is an extraordinary uh, experience so, but this is basically doing a rescue centre so that we can actually help these um, poor koalas at the moment. It's a great idea. And yeah, I, it's a lovely I, idea. I think it's lovely. So we're, we're hoping that we can explore that very quickly. And, of course, um, you know, that's all run by volunteers. It's not for profit. And they are doing beautiful, beautiful work. So do you think from here on things are going to quieten down? Because it feels like we've been here before. Not really. Not really. I just know that um, we've got a lot on our plate. Um, we're getting on with it. I... I, I cannot believe the amount that we got done last year and some really significant things which in the next few years are going to change this city and I am so proud of the work that we've done to date and I'm looking forward to the next year. Lord Mayor Sandy for sure. Thanks so much for coming My in this morning. My pleasure. <laughs> 14 minutes to nine. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favourite shows and this is one we think you're going to love. Let's get real. Have you ever wondered why adults are so obsessed with Disney? I'm theme park journalist Carly Wiesel, and on my new podcast, Very Amusing, I'm discussing every story, secret, and shenanigan I know to bring you an inside look at what's really going on there. From secret spaces like Disneyland's private $15,000 dinner to surprising celebrity hot takes, we're covering all of your curiosities. Subscribe to Very Amusing with Carly Wiesel now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.